0: To two dollar creature feature I'm your host and keeper Mr. Ray and uh, today we're gonna to be doing a little bit of a different episode we've done this once before so um, what I like to do run a well I like to call it an on the road episode though this episode is mostly gonna be t- taking place during an event at a city um, with me today uh, I have three players um, Laura would you like to start us off
1: sure uh, I am Laura, she, her. I am playing Dor Bolin, who is also she, her. Uh, Dor Bolin's about 16 years old. She works in the carnival, and she uses the wronged playbook.
2: yeah hey, uh, um, I'm Jay, Joe, John. Call me whatever you want. I use they and she pronouns, and I play Sybil, uh, the hex. Uh, think Willow from Buffy the Vampire Slayer, or uh, rather a more oracular version of her um yeah and that's uh that's me
3: and yes best for last as always it's uh hi i'm nye he him i play nemo also he him i just realized that both our names start with an n which was unintentional but um you know a couple episodes in you realize that uh i'm play i'm using the monster playbook or nemo as i should say
0: oh i am Mr. Ray, I use he, him pronouns, but I'll be playing every other character, so, um, you know, the pronouns that the characters I use, uh, will differ. Um, yeah, so let's go ahead and, uh, Severus Savarti's Traveling Funfair pulls into the town of Chelsea, Oklahoma. It's a very small town that was once boastful in its presence, but has since dipped into obscurity. It was a main stop on Route 66 and for the railroad, but with the inflation of Tulsa, uh, the town really started to wither. Uh, Now it's boasting a population of just under 2,000. The funfair pulls in and sets up on Pine Street, just right between the bank and uh, the laundromat. It's quiet, it's simple. There is an advertisement sign for a major cola painted on the wall next to the funfair. Severus has led our trio into the library just down the road, where the pavement turns into bricks. The library itself is made of brick with gargoyles, statues guarding the premises. Inside, there is a woman who is the librarian. Uh, She observes you enter but says nothing. Severus takes you back into one of the private rooms and closes the door. He sits behind, or he sits down in a seat and crosses his legs and says simply, I believe we have some things to
2: discuss. Whatever could you mean, Severus? We are, uh, uh, I have no clue what you're talking about.
0: Hmm. It's, it's cute. If you don't want to discuss it, that's fine. I've given you the same amount of privacy, um, but I'm sure a lot of you may have questions. So to to be fair, I, I will answer one question from each of you.
3: Door, do you want to ask anything? I whisper to Door, but not like, but, but we're in a small room, so it's kind of obvious I'm whispering to Door. <laughs> uh, door.
2: What? I nudge Nemo with my elbow.
3: What what? It's I'm asking Dor. Dor hasn't said anything, I'm curious. I I don't want to I don't want to have a question the same as Dor's. It would be quite uncouth.
2: Severus, can we have a moment to confer amongst ourselves just to make sure our questions don't overlap? Absolutely. Uh, I will be waiting outside. And Severus
0: gets up and walks out and closes the door behind him.
1: Yes, he he's talking about what he did to Mr Chess, right?
3: Well, I, I believe to the police officers as well. And I, I think to probably everyone in at least a cubic mile, because we caused a, a lot of noise, like like a lot a lot of noise. I would be quite shocked if there was not some poor farmer that he had to grab and befungle the mind of. I may have said that word wrong, but uh, suffice to say, this is uh, yes, I believe this is the situation that you have described that he is referring to. Befuddle—that's the word I was trying to say. I, I like I like
1: befungal for what it's worth. It's very evocative.
3: No, no, that's uh, that was a that was a very charming uh, Myconid individual that we met back in Louisiana. Yes, he was, he was lovely, absolutely charming. Fact.
2: are they the person that had those magical mushrooms? Like I I I loved those. They were they were so delicious in that stew.
3: No, no, that that was in Boston. Do you not remember? Actually, no, I don't think you would remember. You did eat quite a lot of them, actually. Uh, Yes, you you ate far too many. I think you ate more than is safe for human consumption. I believe we have gotten off track here. Which, does anyone have any questions? I am equally intrigued by what uh, Savartis has proverbially dropped onto our lap, as they would say.
2: I mean, my major concerns with regards to Severus are... What is he, or what are his what are his plans for us? Because I, because while I do appreciate being able to hide out with him and the rest of you, I don't trust him as much as I once did.
3: That that is fair. Yes, I'm. do you have anything to input?
1: Sybil, do you do you mean you think he might have done that to us, or he might in the future? scramble up what our memories are?
2: I think the question, you know, I'm not entirely sure. I think that he hasn't done it or he has no intentions to doing it in the future. His ability to do it and us not being able to resist in any significant way, it makes me cautious. I I have some experience with people messing with my mind and I am not... I'm not one to condone that.
1: Well, maybe, maybe that's, maybe that's one of the questions. Then is, one, has he ever done this to one of us, or, how can we trust that he's not going to?
3: Okay. Yes. No. I agree. These these are very admirable questions. They are very good questions. Uh, yes. I don't have a question now, so I'll just ask. I'll come up with something. Don't worry. It's all up here. I'll think of something to ask. But yes, they were my pertinent questions as well. We should probably let him back in now. He's uh, been waiting. Sabatis
2: I crack open the door and I gesture for Severus to come back in. And Severus re-enters and
0: closes the door behind him. He takes a seat casually and, you know, uh, does that thing where he straightens out his pants uh, before crossing his legs once again and uh, laces his fingers. All right you come to a conclusion on your three questions?
3: Uh, yes, yes, I believe we have. Uh, Sibyl, would you like to, uh, as they would say, take the floor?
2: Where would I take it? No, I'm just joking, I know. I know what you mean, Nemo. Um, Severus, I... Up until this very moment, until I saw what you were able to do with chess, Mr. Sastry, I trusted you implicitly. But my major concern is, how do we know that you don't intend or have used these abilities on us in the past? The The thought that you could shape our thoughts or manipulate our memories or minds with such ease is a major concern for me, and I trail off, uh, waiting for Severus to answer.
0: So I believe your question is, how can you trust me after seeing what I've done? Is that correct?
3: Well, I mean, that's, well, that somewhat removes some of the nuance that we were going to have for the other questions, but uh, I would say yes, in a broad, overarching sense. Yes. How is it that we can trust you? Yes.
0: I I believe that's fair. Uh, To address specifically, how do you know that I haven't done this to you before? You don't. I can tell you that I haven't, with great confidence and assurances, but I don't believe you would believe me, and that is fair. It, it kind of comes with the territory. Um, but you can take full assurances that I won't use you, because I don't believe you would step in the way of my goals. Uh, just as I have always asked honesty from you, I will always give you honesty, that's my main rule. But if that isn't enough for you, I completely understand. I, I won't ask you to leave, um, you still have your autonomy, um, but I, I can only tell you, that I, I would never cross that line, not with with you. Um, it may not seem like it at most times, but you are all my family.
3: Well, I mean, I cannot speak for the group, but for me, that is enough. I I see no reason for myself to ask questions. If, if that is your word and you are a gentleman of your words, then I have no reason to doubt you.
0: I appreciate that, Nemo.
3: Yes, of course the others can doubt you.
1: Let's- Mr. Mr. Svarti, uh, You could you can see like, like Dora is like really wrestling with how to say this. Are you... good?
0: If your question is, am I the kind of being who would kill indiscriminately without reason, I can tell you that I am certainly not that kind of creature. If I kill... I do it because it has a purpose. Of course, that would never come to you, as I said, your family. But I have killed in the past.
2: I mean, I understand the necessity, but in my experience, people don't kill indiscriminately with no reason. However twisted their logic is, there's always some reason behind it. So forgive me if that doesn't make me any more trustful of you. I do appreciate that you treat us like family and that you have offered us such a place to hide, to to live, to to find our own place in the world, but I I I'm having difficulty at this moment and I kind of uh, back away into a corner and just kind of stare at the rest of everybody else and wait for the conversation to continue.
3: How does a cup of tea sound? Would everyone like some tea? I can go brew some right now, leave everyone to... Because I'm, I'm quite happy with the uh, outcome of the answer, so I can go... Does anyone want biscuits? George? do you want some biscuits? Sybil, do you want some biscuits?
0: I believe Georgia has a, uh, an electric Ooh. pot, if you wish to uh, use her services. Oh, I,
3: mm, uh, I will try the electric pot, but I must say I prefer the open fire.
0: She, she's very well versed on it.
3: Mm, okay, I shall. And Nemo will leave the room, humming and eyeing over the electric pot.
1: I... I don't want to be rude,
3: Mr. Sparty,
1: because you have... You... You have... Well, you've taken... You've taken care of me, you've taken care of us, and the funfair is home. Now. When you say that we're like family, I think maybe that means something different to all of us. And I don't, I don't know what it means to you. So I think I'd like to know what, what family means to you when you say that.
0: That's very fair. To me, family is absolute trust. It is, it is knowing where you are is not a hostile place it's it's as much home as it is family and i would personally put all of my agendas on hold if
2: it meant helping you if you if you would ask it of me i would and sybil looks on at uh this conversation and when severus mentions absolute trust her eyes kind of narrow Because she realizes how much that can be manipulated, particularly with the environment that she escaped from, the cult, so to speak, that she came from, that she was used in. It encouraged absolute trust, unquestioning loyalty. Her eyes, what you can see of them from beneath the hood, kind of narrow and turn cloudy. -er. And she nods and, and leaves the room.
1: And I think I think in contrast, you see when when Dora got that answer, she relaxed. All
2: right.
0: Uh, so are we going to switch over to
2: Nye or Nemo in the electric pot? Yes, I think I think some uh, uh, levity would be useful in this situation.
3: Yes. Uh, why not? Yes yes, yes. yes. It's rare that Nemo gets to provide levity. Usually, he's the one causing some kind of melodrama. But it's quite well not melodrama. Drama is probably the most appropriate term. Anyway, yes. Do do do. Hello. Yes.
0: Now, Mister Nemo, you don't want to put your finger in between the two tongs whenever you're pushing it into the slot, cause, cause you'll you'll get a jolt, and you don't want that.
3: Oh, oh.
0: Yeah, that's the electricity. It throws me sometimes too.
3: Oh, is that what I was feeling? It was a was a sharp popping sensation. I'm not I'm not familiar. I, okay, yes, yes. Yeah. Ah, yeah, no, that's quite alright, um, okay, now, oh my word, look at this, where, where, where's the variety, I'm just looking at this, we've got some, uh, we've got some ratty old Earl Grey I guess, but mm, that's not really what I'm looking for, come on, hello, 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 nope, okay, and I open a pocket, I always come prepared with a little bit of the old golden sunshine, that's not a tea brand that I'm aware of, but it's fine, Yes, I know it sounds... I see your face, Laura. How dare you! Sully the name of good tea.
1: No, I'm just thinking it it sounds like a strain of weed.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yes, yes. Yes, there we are. (laughs) I see you. If only you could see the, the smirk that Laura has given me. And I've decided to stay perfectly in the Nemo voice, even though I don't talk like this normally. Anyway... Yes, no, yeah, 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 lots of tea, yes, tea, yeah, no, uh, yes, uh, no, no, I just, I pull out some tea bags, pop them in the, um, cups, brew them up. Oh, so, so, uh, do, so you, do you, do you hoard tea as well, or is that? Oh, oh, I, I wouldn't call it hoarding, but yes, I, I have many, uh, condiments, and uh, a, a gentleman should always be prepared for any meal, so I have salt, sugar, pepper, Um, A little bit of paprika, but that's, that's, I don't carry that much. That would be quite ridiculous to carry that in any quantity. Uh, I also have some clovers, um, some garlic, um, a whole instrument of uh, utensils from, you know, a dessert spoon all the way up to a cheese knife. And, um, oh, oh yes, no. (laughs) I also carried a small sachet of what you would call beef jerky, but I've realized that I have given it to our, our newer you know what I'm not going to go into details but we have a pet so I, I left some of that with them, with them
0: You're a very interesting sort of well uh you know I, I like to imagine sometimes that people who um, in particular like special things are kind of like you know dragons who've who've manifested in modern day times with their own you know exceptional things. I say this because my wife uh, does this as well
3: Ah uh, yes no I I would say it just it's preparedness
0: okay okay that's that's completely understandable
3: it's it's quite it's quite all right oh and uh, is that i think they're leaving oh yes i heard the door opening i think they're coming this way oh and the tea's not done drat oh well y'all are are welcome to stay around i mean you know i uh and well oh yeah yeah like... if it's not a burden i mean i i need to find the biscuits oh no bobbins. What it? What is? I apologize. I understand it is not your fault, but oh my
0: word! No, it's it's okay. If if I if I had known, I'd have somebody so cultured from, you know, the the motherland. I would have brought I would have brought some of that with, to work today with me. But you know, Severus didn't give me that kind of a warning.
3: <laughs> <The> mother- <laughs> Sorry, I don't know why that's funny to me. The motherland, i uh, no, it's 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 quite all right. I also carry a small packet of biscuits, although they will just be digestives. So I mean, you know, and it's not, yes, no, it's, yeah, that's fine. Yes, okay. Ah, yes, hello, Sybil. You've re- you've returned, or oh, you've not returned? You've exited. Uh, I have some digestives. I have some tea that will be done soon once the electric pot is done.
2: Sybil seems to be lost in thought as you approach her, uh, mentioning tea and digestives. She takes some of the the cookies and she kind of wanders off towards the front of the building, opens the door and sits out on the stoop, just munching away.
3: Uh yes. Hmm uh, yes, perhaps some talking is involved. Uh um, yes, that's that's quite alright. I I can do that. Why am I talking to myself? It's yes. Hello.
0: No, no, I, I I'm here. You're not you're not talking to yourself, sweetheart.
3: Oh, oh yes, you are. Apologies, my brain. Uh, uh, yes.
0: Uh I I'll, I'll tell you what. Why why don't you go go sort things out with your your friend and uh, I'll I'll make sure the tea gets ready and made.
3: Uh yes, I, I would like to check on Dor as well, uh to make sure that they are uh, that she is quite happy. Uh, but that is clear. Yes, I oh, hello Dor. I see you. Hello. Hello. I'm waving. You can see me waving.
1: Hey, Nemo. I, I can, I can, I can see you. It's just, I mean, it's just down the hallway.
3: <laughs> How are you feeling?
1: I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Um.
3: Okay, that's good. Yes. Do you want the biscuit?
1: I, I, you know, I might have, I might have one later. But I actually was hoping, um, there was something I wanted to go look up a little bit in the books while we're here.
0: The librarian, like, visibly perks up. You know, look, look, look
1: something up. I, I can help with that. Uh, if, if you want. Yeah. <laughs> Th- thank you. You're, uh, you're Miss Georgia. Is that right? Yes. Yes. Uh, thank you. F- thank you for having us and, um, and for having the the tea and I am going to come back and have some, I just don't want to get, um, cookie crumbs everywhere. Um,
0: no, that's, I, I appreciate that. That's, uh, it's 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 what I do. It's why I'm here. Uh, why not just share the hoard as it is?
3: If that is the case, then I shall go have a conversation with uh, Sybil. Uh, do I hope that you find the information that you seek? Thank you, uh, Georgia, for being a wonderful host, and I shall uh, bid you a temporary farewell.
0: And she kind of gives you like uh, a small curtsy. Oh
3: yes, thank you. I bow, of course, and uh, not 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 uh not in any major way, but I bow. Yes. Courtesy recognizes courtesy.
1: Polite. Miss Dorda, do you have do you have any books on like first aid and and healing people who've gotten hurt?
0: <laughs> do I have books on that? Of course I do. Come on. And she um, leads you over to the first aid section and she has everything from like field medicine to um you know basic first aid to like uh, medical books that doctors would
1: study all right um i mean i i think this field medicine sounds that's probably about that's like that's like for soldiers or if you're camping or something right
0: right it's field medicine yeah field pharmaceutical facts by frederick fields yes
1: Fields Pharmaceutical (laughs) Facts. Okay. (laughs) And a 16-year-old amateur pharmacologist. (laughs) Hey, it got published.
0: How many books have you published? You're 16, yeah? (laughs) Uh,
1: uh, yeah, yeah, Well, never mind that. Um... This one, this, this looks like exactly what I need. Um, I don't have a, um, I mean, I don't have a library card, but if we're, I mean, we're going to be here, I think for a few days.
0: Tell you what you, you keep it as long as you need it. And, um, if somebody else is that looking for it, um, I'll find you.
1: Okay. Well, I'll bring it back. I'll bring it back before we leave for sure.
0: As I said, there's no rush. Uh, you know. I trust you, and, uh, you know, you're with Severus, so you should be good people.
2: Miss George is going to be the next big bad of the series. Uh, Dor won't return the book, and she'll come hunting us down. (laughs) It'll be a big, epic fight.
1: Exactly. Um, Yeah. So Dor Dor is using this book, by the way, to do her level-up move from the level up at the end of last session, which is DIY surgery.
3: I mean, you could learn actual surgery, but you just refuse to like actually do it, go all the way, ah, yeah, I kinda know what I'm doing. A little bit of sewing, that's easy peasy stuff.
0: Yeah, I mean, this is the sixties. I think being a doctor only takes like four years, so.
3: (laughs) There we go.
1: I'll, I'll practically be an adult by then.
0: Hello, I hope you've been enjoying uh, this episode. It's kind of, oh, well, it's a little buttoned down than what we're used to, uh, but you know, it deals with emotions, which is nonetheless scary. Today, I have with me uh, Nai.
3: Hello, yes, it's nice to speak to you all.
0: Yeah, um, is that the nevo voice? It sounds like the demo voice. It, it
3: it is. It it's always the problem. I, I end up I end up just. Mixing the two up sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> All
0: right. Well, um, today we'd like to, uh, we don't have any new announcements. Um, well, sort of. Um, so if you've been following our Twitter or um, I think it's on our Instagram as well, uh, we've gotten some official artwork done and uh, we're thinking about turning it into merchandise. So if you missed out on that, um, you know, maybe you should follow us on our social.
3: Yep. <laughs>
0: do you remember what our social is, Nye?
3: I, of course I do. Uh, on Twitter, we are $2Creature Feature.
0: And no, it's, it's at...
3: Oh, no, oh, it's, no. Just,
0: uh, it's just at two, the word dollar, and the word creature.
3: Well... I... <laughs> i swear i'm a professional folks i swear i I know these i know these things uh yes and if i remember correctly there's a little hashtag you can do on twitter that uh that helps and it's hashtag to the word dollar and pod and that way like if you put that in a tweet we'll like see it and you know you can ask us questions or you can like, say stuff, and we'll be like, Oh, we can see it. Yeah. Um, it just makes it easier. Yeah. Unfortunately. Yeah. We've not reached the point where if you just put $2 dollar and creature and feature in a sentence, we'll just know like where it is. So, like, the the hashtag helps. <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. Um, yeah. yeah. We're also on Patreon, which has several lovely tiers and uh, lots of different benefits. Like, you can get um, special excerpts from you know, uh, maybe Doris Journal or, uh, like, uh, some of Sybil's dreams, um, if she writes them down. Um, I personally, like, will be giving out uh, notes. So if you've enjoyed one of our mysteries and you like to play the game and you're like, wow, was, did, did they do everything that, you know, Ray had planned out? Uh, well, you could find out. Um, I will, <laughs> I will definitely send that out. Um, yeah,
3: spoilers. We have a habit of going off, no, off of note of what Ray predicts of us, which, you know, it. We feel bad, and and, and then Ray's like, "No, nah, it's cool." And it's like, oh, okay, cool." And no, then we
0: do <laughs> I I totally planned for, uh, you know, you just set up this entire, uh, you know, fake werewolf monster that you're gonna send the police on a wild goose chase. Oh yeah. <laughs> Yeah, no, that was totally in my plans. Totally, yeah,
3: of course, yeah. We're Uh, very predictable.
0: Yeah, Um, and if you happen to be listening to us on, you know, like Podcatcher or Podbean, um, you know, somewhere that uh, takes in reviews like Google Podcast, uh, leave us a review. We really appreciate it uh, more than you know, because the best way to uh, to promote and help a podcast is to. Just talk about it, you know. Spoken mouth is is still the best way to get the word out about podcasts. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Tell your friends. Yeah. Um, (laughs) and your family. And your family, and you know anybody, (laughs) anybody, um, you know your worst anyone who will listen.
3: Yeah, worst enemies just anybody. Yeah,
0: yeah, just tie them up and uh, turn on our podcast. Just crank it as loud as you can, and uh, yeah, we we really (laughs) appreciate that. Oh, our lawyers are telling me that uh, you should not do that um, yeah. because what's that's... scary
3: is I am the lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not actually a lawyer. Not actually, <laughs> I cannot conduct law. Not a lawyer. Shh. No,
0: not a lawyer. Shh. Um. So we have a promo for you for this week from another Monster of the Week podcast. Yeah. <gasps> um. Yeah. It's actually um. Well, the name is Redgate and Wolf, and. It is a two-player Monster of the Week podcast. Unlike us, Ooh. who are three people, yeah, it's it's very it's a very different setup, and I really dig it. And I hope you will too.
3: As this thing on
1: Angus, can't you see the red light? God, how bad are your eyes?
3: I can see the red light, but no one said to talk.
1: Hi, I am Marie Redgate, and um, this is
3: I'm Angus McRae,
1: and we uh, fight monsters because those are real.
2: The boogeyman that you fear, the real, that thing under your bed, is also real. But we're here to fight them.
1: Kick their ass, but, you know, that's close enough.
2: Do you even really think we should be doing this?
1: I mean, who would believe a couple of uh, monster hunters from a little town called Hendrix, which we're stuck in, thanks to you?
3: Thanks to me!
1: I would have been gone a long time ago if I still had a car.
3: Well, I guess you shouldn't have drove it off a bridge.
1: We interrupt this bickering to inform you that we are Redgate and Wolf, an actual Play Monster of the Week podcast.
3: Wait, wait, wait. Why? Why is it Redgate and Wolf? Shouldn't that be Wolf and Redgate? I do all the work, and as she talked about kicking ass, I do that.:
1: You wouldn't be able to go anywhere to kick ass if I didn't drive you there.:
3: Drive me. You drive me crazy.: Find us on your favorite podcast app now: it, It's always interesting hearing like how like, it, whether it be like something that's put out there or it's a private game, like hearing like the different kind of makeups a group can be. I always want to do like just two people. Or fuck it, I'll even go far enough to have just one person and just GM for them. I think that'd be really interesting.
0: Yeah, yeah. Less snacks yeah. to bring as well.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yep. So uh yeah. Um all right. Well that's enough from us. Um let's get back to the mystery where Yay. you know if you see something, slay something. But not in this episode. It's it's just people yeah, it's talking.
3: all it's all the feels, it's the emotions. It's it's all the feels and the emotions. Exactly. All right.
0: Bye. Bye. Okay. Do we want um, Nemo and
2: Sybil? Sybil's on the stoops of the library, vaguely staring at the lions that flank the entrance to the library. She seems to be lost in thought and not particularly paying attention to anything that's going on around her.
3: Uh, Nemo shall, uh, sally forth down the steps, or to wherever Sybil is, and, uh, sit down next to her. Hello, Sybil. How are you?
2: Sybil is startled by your presence, which is a shock, because normally she knows exactly where everybody is. And she glances up at you and she says, Oh, you know, I'm, I'm alright. Um, I mean, uh... Severus asks for asks for too much with the amount that he hides from us. And she kind of looks at Nemo and tilts her head as if she knows that Nemo is hiding his own secrets from everybody else. Secrets that may be more dangerous than those that Severus has.
3: Uh, yeah, Nemo smiles. Well, I mean, it is for you to decide if you feel you cannot trust of artists, then you don't have to trust him, it's and you do not have to act on his wishes if you do not feel comfortable doing so. And if an issue arises due to that, then you always have Dawn myself. It is just how things are.
2: But do I? Can I? I You've seen what he's managed to do to other people's minds. I I I don't, I, I don't know, I, and she just kind of trails off, um, for a moment. I don't, I don't, I don't mean to be such a downer. I mean, I, I, I understand that y'all are family, that I'm supposed to trust you, but to see somebody meddle with somebody's mind in such a way, something that I, I, I've never seen before, something that I couldn't prevent even if he has no ulterior motives, even if even if he is to be trusted, I how can I trust anybody else? How can I trust myself knowing what he can do? How can I tr- is is he the only one that can do it?
3: Is he I, I he asks Nemo Nemo sits down I, Nemo, Nemo sits down next to I think I already was, but we'll just for consistency say I was. I keep saying I. I need to stop doing that. Sybil, trust is not free. It must be earned. It must be garnered. And nobody, not even family, can demand trust from you or demands that they are taken at face value. If you do not wish to trust Savatis, then you have every reason to not want to trust him. That is just how it is. If you wish not to trust somebody, you don't have to trust them. And equally, if you are concerned over the ability to trust myself or Dor, then that is fine. But I am concerned that you do not trust yourself. Now, if you are asking about the question of the manipulation of the mind, I can perhaps shed some light on that. I I cannot speak for Savartis himself. I do not know much about that myself. I was, you could say, shocked. To discover that that was uh, as what I what I would say is that to manipulate one's mind is a very taxing activity. It cannot be done on a whim, and it must be on someone who is susceptible. Now, I don't know about you, but I've known a certain individual by the name of Sibyl for a very long time, and I do not believe for a moment that she would be susceptible to the petty ability to twist one's ideals. I mean you saw the the officers that he manipulated. I mean they were they were like cardboard. I mean their minds were basically mush. And remember, Chess asked for his mind to be affected. He was willing. Now that does not mean that Savatis lacks the ability to But if you want peace of mind, I would be very shocked that your mind could be pierced unless you asked for it. And I don't think you ever would. However, that does not mean you have to trust my words or Svartas' words. I just wish to give you peace of mind to your own truth.
2: I I don't know how much you know of my past or where I came from before I joined the, the fair. But the manipulation, the, 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 the request of absolute trust, the, it just, I worry. I, I constantly worry. And like, and the secrets that I find, they don't, they don't offer any peace of mind, I say. And I glance up at him with a knowing, uh, look in my eye. They don't offer me any assurance that I can trust the people around me. I I see and hear so much. And she kind of shakes her head and uh, glances down before looking back up at Nemo and saying, I saw, I saw your, your patron? Your, I, Atreus? And if, if you can hide such things from me, then who, who? who, who can I... How? How can I, I... I trust anyone. Hmm. Hmm.
3: That is interesting. Uh, how? Hmm. Yes, Nolia, you've, you've knocked me off kilter somewhat. Uh, hmm. Let me mull over. I kind of stretch a little bit lean back hmm let me ask you a question if if i was to tell you if i was to tell you where i'm from would that help in some way would that mediate the trust
2: i think that would depend on the on the answer that you gave me how much I think I want to trust you. I think, as you said, trust is built, trust is earned. Trust me with this information and we can see where, where to go from here.
3: Hmm. Yes, no, I, I concur. Okay. Uh, so, uh, the individual you see before you is, of course, not my... Well, perhaps, of course, is giving the game away. Uh, this body is um, not mine. Or at least it is mine now, it was not before. So you see, uh, where I am from, we do not have a physical form. Not at least the way you do. And I kind of like poke the ground and then kind of like poke the air. See, this is you poking the concrete and then this is what I am, poking the air. However, when the two forms, if you will, come together... Uh, an inter- interesting reaction occurs, which would be, ta-da, kind of jazz hands. And if you are concerned about the individual consciousness, uh, you do not, um, they were dead. Yes, the individual in question died well, to put it simply, the body was intact when I found it, so you don't have to worry about that. And this was a long time ago; all the relatives will be long dead, so it's quite fine. Now, as to the place, that's a, a little bit harder. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm, I'm going to admit that's going to be a bit difficult to explain in um, relative terms. I guess the shorthand would be. It's kind of like if you put a paper bag over your head and go la 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 really loudly. It's it's that's kind of it. It's it's an infinite void of nothingness, yet everything. It's quite depressing, honestly. That that's why I quite like here. Everything's physical. I can eat and touch. I don't need to, but it's nice to breathe to pretend like this.
2: You're. The, the, the place that you, you speak of, uh, the, what the, I mean, the way you describe it is absolutely absurd. I will say that much, but it sounds vaguely familiar. I, 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 in my, well, I don't know how familiar you are with the cosmology of the the deities of my people, but before there was chaos, there was formless void, everything and nothing contained within the same space. I, I'm not assuming that you're from there. I'm not assuming that that place is still in existence, if you can call a formless void uh, existing. But I understand the concept, at least. I... 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 Thank you, Nemo. I, I don't know what to do with this information. I don't know... I don't... It it is it's new to me and I, I appreciate it. Thank you. And uh Sybil pats Nemo on the shoulder and says, Thank you, Nemo. I I appreciate you extending this this trust, that extending this information and telling me uh something deeply personal about yourself without me having to pry too much.
3: It's quite okay it's 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 you know as they say what uh what is family and friends for but it's, i wouldn't necessarily i i i divulged too much that would upset me you can ask to be honest i've never brought up because i thought it was rather boring honestly i mean it's just nothingness as far as the non-existent eye can see i mean here is far more interesting you have lots of things you've got air for one thing this is Quite a fabulous conception. I start wafting the air a little bit, and you've and you have yeah yes.
2: When when Sybil patted Pat uh, Nemo on the shoulder, she also dropped a drachma, uh, a coin, into one of their pockets.
3: <laughs> I, can I see this? Can I? Can I make some kind of check? I feel like I, I can. Yeah, I
0: think we've been using sharp or uh, cool because you'd be it could be an act under pressure roll.
2: It would be using sharp more than likely, but you know.
3: Oh god! Oh, oh, oh. Okay, if if you're if you're willing, because I have because my or sorry Nemo's upgrade was uh was an improvement on my cool. Admittedly, it just makes it from a negative one to a zero, but. I'll take those on. I mean,
2: I think you're a snazzy dresser.
3: <laughs> I was going to say, is it better than your sharp? Yes, my sharp's negative one. I'm not sharp. You're barely cool. <laughs> <laughs> I'm actually, I'm quite charming, apparently, according to this character sheet. Uh- <laughs> Oh no, my no no no. I, I got the wrong way around. My my sharp was the negative one that I boosted to a zero, rather than the the cool the cool is still a zero though. Uh, yes, I can make a roll for that. So is it it act under pressure or is it um? Well, is this a is this a bad situation? Am I reading a bad situation? No no, it's all it's all good. No no, it's fine. Um, because I'm I'm trying to notice it, so I'm happy to act under pressure. Uh, so that is. That is a 10. On a 10 plus you do what you set out to do. I would like to notice the the drachma being put in my pocket.
0: You notice the drachma being put in your pocket.
3: Oh, simple. You dro- you dropped your coin. You've got to be careful with your money. I
2: no, don't worry about it. It's a it's a gift. I want you to hold on to it. It it's a symbol from my past. It'll just think of it as a a medallion or a keepsake. It'll it'll keep you safe. And this is not strictly speaking a lie. It will keep them sa- it it will keep Nemo safe.
3: <laughs> by by the technicalities of the rules, good sir, it will keep you safe. No, it's fine. Uh, yeah, uh, yes. Okay. It
2: it will keep you safe in that if you're ever in danger and Sybil has a desire to keep you safe, she can do so. She can find you.
3: Yes, that's quite alright. Thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I was, uh, to be honest, I was hoping that you could offer me a coin. I don't have any ornament. there's a nice little gumball machine over there by outside it. That's, that's quite it And
2: she pulls out a bag full of quarters uh, and she says, use these instead.
3: Ooh, oh, no, thank you. Yeah, it's the whole bag. I mean, uh, I, I like jawbreakers, but uh, I don't think I could have that many. I think that's too much.
2: Ah, save them for a rainy day keep the the gumballs in the sack yeah
0: also fun fact uh, gumball machines at this point in time used pennies not quarters
3: well I don't use your money so I don't I we call them I mean it'd probably be a pound coin honestly but yes I I, I don't I, I don't know if the British currency system was still using shillings and the like in the 60s. I can't remember when they dropped that. Anyway, this is all irrelevant, and I still am talking in Nemo's voice, where I should just stop that. Thank you, Sybil. Thank you. This is very much appreciated. I shall keep this in good nick, as they say.
2: Of course. Just, you know, hold on to it. Don't lose it.
3: Well, uh, if I, I, I'm going to need to feed our um, Snappy... Uh, I have left him a little bit too long. I'm a bit concerned he's torn up my my room. Uh, I, I, I need to find some stimulus for him. Maybe maybe I might pick up a a small and I shake the bag of of coins. Maybe I, I will use this to buy him a little toy uh, or something just to entertain him. I need to go um I need to go check on them. And if it would be okay with you, um I think you should go uh, help Dor. Uh, she is doing some research into something. And I've got to be honest with you, uh, the last time I was in a library, um, I was having a conversation with Dickens and it got into a big thing. I don't want to get into it. You know, suffice to say, I personally just, you know, I I, I would like some credit on the writing of certain characters. It, it, it's nothing. It's fine. It's fine. Anyway, uh, I'm going to go uh, deal with that. And I'll, I will uh, see you uh, shortly. Or well, not shortly. I'll see you back at the... Uh, our uh, lodgings. Oh no, oh no, I might not get the deposit back in our lodgings now. They did say no pets. I-, I start running off, oh no! <laughs> My deposit!
0: Once Nemo leaves, Sybil, as you get up to leave, you see something engraved into the bricks at the steps. You know, the steps, like, you know, there are those mountain- or those lion figureheads. Um, and the bricks that, like, support that. You'll see one brick in particular has a brand. And it has the letter M dot
2: R dot Sybil remembers the books that she was given by the owner of the shop with the crystals. Sorry, the minerals. And she walks over to the brick and she knocks on it. You know, just the, that brick in particular and the surrounding bricks, just to make sure there's not a hollow spot or anything like that. Okay. So she rubs her hand. Kind of anxiously, and then she looks towards the building and looks back at the brick with the inscription on it and walks back inside the library to find, well, she doesn't know what, but find someone before she goes talk to door. And uh, that can be a transition to anything else at this point.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, I'll say Severus is likely walking out of the library. Um, if Sybil wishes to say anything, uh, Georgia is, is sitting behind the desk as well, uh, at the front.
1: I think, yeah, I think Dor, Dor maybe has brought the, the, uh, fields pharmaceutical facts back to where the tea and cookies are and is like, is like trying to read with one hand and like eat cookies with one hand while keeping the book as far away from the cookies and tea as possible. It's working, but it's very awkward.
2: I think Sybil will give a curt nod to Severus as he walks by uh, before approaching Georgia and saying, "I, I have some, I have some questions, some research that I want to be doing. Uh, and normally I do it in a different way, but do you know anything about?" M R S. It, I keep seeing it pop up everywhere, and typically that's the uh, that's the title of a married woman. And is this library uh, married to somebody? Well, this librarian is. Or dedicated to, or founded by any particular women or organizations. Uh,
0: she'll she'll look at Sybil for a second. She's like. What's your interest in
2: Mrs.? Just a, a passing interest. I've been gifted a few items with the inscription on it. And the more I pay attention to my surroundings and honestly, just random bricks lying in the street, parts of buildings. I think I saw a manhole cover with Mrs. on it at one point. I, I just like to know what it's about. It seems to be a regular occurrence in my travels. Roll manipulate someone. Okay, uh, that would be charm. Uh, one sec. Okay, okay, okay. So that's a 10, but but I have a negative one, so it's actually a 9. Okay, um, so they'll do it, but you have to show them that you're serious. I pull aside my, my jacket, reach inside one of the pockets, and drop the leather-bound book with the gold leaf MRS stamped on it, and I I pointed at it. Her eyes widen a little
0: bit at that, and uh, she'll look down at the book, and um, she'll look over it, like opening it up, and feeling over the paper on the inside on that, you know, first blank page. And she shakes her head and she's like you you shouldn't have this but i
2: do and it was a gift
0: who is it a gift from
2: she was named blue jay or uh raven or no cardinal that was it cardinal cardinal Courtney. well wow. it looks like there's
0: some interest to bring you in
2: Ah, uh, and sybil Snatches up the book and slowly starts backing away at the thought, at the mention of, bring you
0: in. She, she holds up her hands offensively. It's, it's not what you think. We're not an organization as much as um uh, an underground railroad of sorts. There are people out there in this world that uh, aren't necessarily people. Um, and the world isn't as accepting because, well... No offense, but humans tend to see something that's different and see it as evil.
2: I think they're projecting just a little bit, human humans that is. But I I do I do understand what you mean by beings that are not necessarily people. But it all the and Sybil stumbles over her words before collecting her thoughts and saying, all the beings that. I think you're referencing haven't exactly been helpful towards the general people in their area in my experience as limited as it may be but I suppose I can't fault their their motives or their actions of the persecuted so.
0: her face darkens a little bit and she'll say uh forgive me but at one point I was worshipped as a god And then I watched The Rise of Humans, and I had to see my entire race being wiped out because of some sport and some adventure hunters wanting to get a great name. So, as far as caring about humans, uh, I'm a little light on that.
2: But for wanting to help myriads, it's purpose that I found. I suppose I have sympathy with one foot in either world. I, I understand both sides i i'm not condoning the actions of the rest of the people by any means no definitely not i um in fact i i i do understand maybe not personally but I, I i understand the idea of fighting back by any means necessary against those that would do you wrong that have harmed you and yours in the past i'm sorry i uh i i came across kind of harsh there
0: um If you're interested in helping out, um, be on the lookout for myriads who are misunderstood, um, who often seem they may be the targets. Don't get me wrong, there are some nasty ones out there, but not all of them are bad. And if you come across one who could benefit from being transported, bring it with you. Tell Severus, and he'll bring it to one of
2: us. I, I think I can do that. I, I've learned today that trust is earned and it's also extended towards other people. I think I can trust you for now. I think that I'll be able to help you in your, help you in your goals. I think it's a worthy cause. And she'll give a slight nod.
0: Uh, well, welcome to Mrs. Um, your friend Doris is still back
2: there, um.
0: There's no rush.
2: Um, I'll be here if y'all need anything. And Sybil will pick up a, a cup of tea on her way out, notice that it's cold, and kind of uh, just warm it a little bit with her hands before going over to Dorf. With a cup of tea and kind of slide it over and say, I, I don't know how you, how you take it, and I promise it won't, it's not a hot toddy and it won't burn
1: you this time. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Thank you, Sybil. I've I've actually already I've got this other cup and door like slides around the other cup from the other side of her from where it wasn't visible. Um but I just about finished it, so I'll take this one too. Um I'm sure it's not I'm sure it's not too hot. It'll be fine. I'll just blow one a little bit.
2: And it's scalding hot. You burn yourself, take three harm. No, no, I'm sorry. <laughs>
1: no I invoked my armor. <laughs> Sybil, I'm reading I've been reading this and there is so much here that I I didn't know about. Like I mean I know I know how to do tourniquets because some of you need to do a tourniquet for a snake bite and I learned how to do that. Um but this has information on like how to do it for a gunshot wound, which you know, um, I thought maybe you'd be just as interested in knowing as I am and and how to do it so it you know, it only cuts off the blood flow temporarily, you don't have to end up having to amputate, so that seems important, and how to make splints.
2: I'm glad that you're looking so much into this. I, I know how important it is uh, to you, and to me, I suppose, particularly the gunshot. You, We really need to go to a range at some point so you can work on your aim. It's. I know that you say you've been shooting since you were eight, but I feel like your aim has gotten worse since I've known you.
1: Not lately. I mean, I shot... And, and you see you see, you see her, so, so I say, I shot Mr. Dean right in the face, and then you just sort of see her, like, stop halfway through saying that.
2: Sybil almost regrets her choice of words and bringing up such a traumatic memory so to speak and she says eh, it's all right we don't we don't need to talk about that and she pats door on the shoulder and says tell me more about uh what else you've learned is there is there anything about is there anything about plants or herbs or you know fungi or you know very you know the the, the the more natural side of things is there anything that we can use
1: yeah i haven't i haven't read that much um that much yet because it seemed like the most important stuff to know was about stopping bleeding um but there is i looked at the i looked at the index and there is stuff about plants you can use and um and i mean and i know a little bit about about plants too from my grandmother i haven't well we just haven't had occasion to use that very much but she taught me a little bit about you know what to look for out in the woods for stuff that can um stuff that can stop bleeding and stuff that can, um, uh, that's got like some antibacterial properties to it. So it'll stop infection and stuff that can help, um, uh, help stop pain for a little bit. Um, yeah.
2: I, um, and I, I look at the the title of the book and the author and I say, oh, Frederick Field, Big fan. Big fan. He he has some very interesting formularies on pharmaceuticals. I think this is more of an introductory than anything else, but you should check out his other works. It's It will expand the
1: mind. I'll do that. I think just this one is enough for my mind for right now,
2: though. Oh, well, that's unfortunate, because uh, the other ones are about drugs. Um... <laughs>
1: She's a child.
2: <laughs> I, I will say that generally speaking, my opinion about children and drugs is avoid them. Uh Well, I mean children should avoid drugs, not avoid children and drugs. I mean avoid children is is a pretty good
0: mantra as well.
3: We can jump to, to Nemo if you want. Yeah.
0: Now this is this is actually a, a was a true place uh in Chelsea. The bottom of it is is a one-screen theatre, and the top of it is a, like, row of, like, hotel rooms. There's, like, um, a few there. So I would think you'd probably get the luck of the draw, and um, you'd probably get to share a room, while, like, others would, like, have to go down downtown to the Chelsea Motel.
3: Okay. Uh, well, I shall uh, head over to my room. Before entering, I will... Just do a little uh, sigil to give me a little bit of privacy. Uh, You know how it is. You don't want people peeping in on your room in case they see you in your 12-piece bathing outfit. That's quite immodest, you know. I don't want people seeing the 18 buttons I need to do. That's that's 10 less than I should have, so I'm just going to do a quick weird for that. Use magic. Uh, That is a 10, so that's good. I should note we, we are actually rolling dice. We're not just saying the word ten and, and going, there we go, Ray, we got a ten. It's just coincidence. Last time last time it was, for those wondering, it was a six and a four and I had a zero, and this time it was a six and a one, but I have a modifier of plus three, so there you go. And I will enter the room. How is my how's my prized little fella doing? Is he has he fucked up the
0: whole room? <laughs> I, I would say he's like knocked over some stuff, but he like hasn't like been like tearing and ripping at like inanimate objects. um There's like a few flies in the room and he is chasing after the flies and just like jumping up and air chomping.
3: I've completely forgotten the name that I improved as I was talking to Sybil Snappy. Snappy, come here. Come here, Snappy. And
0: it stops and like it. You can't see the expression on its face, but it looks like it perks up to see you, and it just, like, spring, like, hops over to you. No,
3: come here. Ah. Oh, come on. Don't. No.
0: Come on. It'll hopping, like, crawl up your arm, and, like, its tail, like, wraps around, like, your shoulder to, like, stabilize it, and, and it'll nuzzle up to you.
3: Yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, it'd be nice. I'm just, I'm kind of scritching behind its head, just kind of, uh, oh, now, 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 don't, don't look at me like that, Atreus wanted you saved, and I saved you, but that, you know, it is what it is, sometimes you have to tell friends untruths, well, not full truths, that's a better way to phrase it, now, and I kind of look at his face a little bit, now. What does the Mad King want with you? Hmm? I kind of do like a little... Not a kissy-kissy like, like I'm kissing him, but just kind of like a... Like a, you know... I, I, I'm, I am being affectionate. I'm just genuinely curious why, you know, I was asked to save this thing. Um, hmm. Well, I guess we'll find out. Hopefully not soon. That, that, that would be quite bad. But we'll find out, don't you worry. I kind of stroke him a little bit more. Time will tell. Time will tell. I, I don't think it would be wise to give um to give the um highly dangerous velociraptor like creature um any form of narcotic. I I have a feeling that made, that might backfire. But I thank you for the option.
2: I mean, I can do that as well. She says pulling out a, a little bag of No, no. No. Severus is
0: like Oh, that's, that's a small bag. Here's mine. And just, yeah, never mind. We're getting into Cheech and Chong territory. <laughs> Why do you think my eyes are so green?